0: Hello and welcome to the Walk and Love Podcast. I'm TJ. And I'm Brad. I tried to catch that, but I missed it. And today we're going to talk about the death of wonder. Thank you for listening. Thank you for making this a part of your week. We're so happy you're here. We are recording basically the moment before the podcast comes out. (laughs) Mostly because... My sister's been here all week and her family of four children and her husband. So, Brooke, how was your week? It was really good. Really good. So, sis is in town, my younger sister. Oh, you call her sis. Wow. I don't sorry. know if you guys could sorry, feel sorry. the judgment Hot or tank. if it was just, that was a spicy take.
1: I don't, but you don't actually call her sis.
0: No, but... I was just, that was
1: interesting. It surprised me. The
0: other daughter of my mother and father <laughs> is in town and her groom and her three, four children. <laughs> so they live in San Diego normally. We just saw them at Christmas um, and they came to Maui for the whole week. And because we don't know, like it was just like a full week of yeah. like we basically played tourist all week we did all the things um which was super fun because like i was actually telling jeff i was like he's like what did you just send them on their way or you know and he's like he's like at first you like play tours with everybody that comes to visit and then after about three years of that you're like okay you just go do the things <laughs> um which will tie into our topic today um interesting, interesting. but yeah so we so i picked him up from the airport and we drove straight to the Bethke's house for a Super Bowl party. <laughs> um, the Bethke's live on top of a mountain. And so I think it gave Daisy a stomach ache. Yeah. And she was like super whiny. This baby never whines. Yeah. So I didn't really get to watch the she Super cried Bowl. cried more at that
1: party than I think she has her whole life. <laughs> that accurate. And that actually might
0: be That is statement. accurate. Accurate.
1: Poor girl. She grew up everywhere.
0: Kudos to my sister for getting off a five <laughs> Wait, hour. I'm sorry, who? Oh, sis!
1: Oh, yeah! I'm familiar with sis, Sam.
0: Baby sis,
1: <laughs> oh, just hit the record. Just stop right here. We're done. No one's ever coming back. Baby sis, Ew.
0: <laughs> I could picture that, like uh, spray—you pa- know, the spray paint T-shirt, tie, oh, yeah, like, like at the boardwalk or in yep. the mall kiosk.
1: Oh, baby sis baby. with the sparkles in the heart, was some <laughs> palm trees in the setting sun similar to your painting when I thought it was going to start. <laughs> and then I was like, "Wow.
0: Yeah, he's just going for it. Thankfully it's not that." Um, so we did the Super Bowl party and then we basically went to the beach every day with them. a uh, different beach each day. We went on a whale tour. So, highlight of my week, probably a top 5 Maui moment. Ooh. So we go to this beach. I'm not going to name name the name of it because it's kind of secret. Um, it's kind of secret, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it has like a long sort of
1: Rocky thing,
0: Rocky thing that you can walk on the out, walk out on. And it's like really good for kids. And so we're playing in the water and they're playing. And then we like walk and we're looking for stones and just like exploring and stuff like that. And I had like just gotten my seat to like sit in the sun and like I had a spin drift and I was like ready to just like sit in the sun and relax. And then out at the end of the Rocky thing, like not even maybe 200 feet, 200 yards. 200 yards, probably.
1: That's how the mm-hmm. whale guy on the boat kept describing things yeah. in yards. And so, so this is like, not on the whale tour. This is like, just at the this beach. This is actually really helpful because now I can use your language to explain. I,
0: maybe 200 yards. Yeah, if it,
1: that. It was close.
0: And I saw the most majestic full-grown whale breach I have ever seen with yeah. my eyes. Like it is burned, uh, in your burned into my memory like it was so beautiful and so wonderful that I screamed
1: you did <laughs> a little alarming
0: a little alarming but I just like like I couldn't help it yeah just like over you can't help it you just start
1: cheering, cheering. and, for and him. so
0: then we all ran to the end of the rocks and to get closer to yeah. get closer and and it jumped again the and mom the baby was jumping. and then the baby jumped like 10 times I think the mom jumped three times
1: Yeah, and then she was laying on her side and like flapping flapping her flipper and like waving. It looked like she was waving at us.
0: Oh, and the kids went nuts. It was honestly incredible. so cool. Um, So that was definitely like the highlight of just like... That's like a top five Maui moment for me. Top 10. Yeah. But so yeah, so we played tourists all week, which was super fun. I also ordered the spring collection this week. Hey-o. So let me pause on the tourist thing. The spring collection is amazing. It is all new designs for, for whatever reason. I just, I was like, I think this all, I, I think they all need to be new. That was the vibe I was getting. That was what I was feeling in yeah. the spirit. So they're all new designs. And a couple of them, I don't know, a couple of them feel like risks to me. Like to you, I always feel like there's like the safe type of walk and love design Yeah, that people like that. I know will have like a, a big audience. Right. And then there's like the, the ones that I want. Then there's the ones that Brooke wants that barely sell. <laughs>
1: I'm like, ooh, this is my favorite. I'd wear that all the time.
0: Um, Dang it. So very excited about that. All new designs. Just like a variety. I feel like it's, it, we really got, got some great artists to work with and, excuse me, have some great art. And I'm just like really, really excited. So that was, that was fun to get that off. And it's always like a huge, like, it's both a huge relief and also like a giant, I hope I made all the right decisions so right. we don't go broke. Right. So it's sort of a both and. Right. In either well, or, think. you know, um, it's a uh, celebration or bridge, you know, it's either.
1: Oh, the bridge you'd be yeah. Under.
0: Yeah. It's either one of those. Yeah. We're going to celebrate maybe with some pizza or we're going to live under a bridge. <laughs> it's just like one of those things. Yeah. You know, I'm fine. I actually feel really good about it. I think it's going to be, I think it's going to do great. Um, and speaking of t-shirts while I'm on this topic, the tea of the month design of the month comes out March 1st, man. I'm like, cause I'm ordering them like ahead, And so I'm always like, which one am I ordering next? I'm ordering April, um, which also looks great by the way, BT devs, um, March 1st, the, the tea of the month comes out. February 28th, you will get access if you're a podcast listener and you use the password.
1: You're certain it's not a leap year? You checked?
0: I checked. Yeah. The password is slow down, all one word. So the day before the first, which is the 28th, the shirt will be live, but it will be password protected. This is not a discount code. This is just a password. So you get first access because last month's shirt sold out. The shirt and the sweatshirt both sold out. Um, They are very limited, but they ship immediately. So we have a shirt... We have a sweatshirt and we have a hat. And uh, if you use the code "slow down," you'll get twenty four oh, hour password. Down. Sorry, Ugh. password. Slow down. You'll get twenty four hour head start on us uh, sharing it to Instagram and yeah. sending an email and all that kind of stuff. Is the
1: little lock thing still up in
0: the corner? Yep. It'll be in the top right corner. Click on that. Type in "slow down," all one word, and then you'll be on our website and you can add to cart, check out, all those things. Click, 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 click. Bam, bam, bam. Here we go. Um. So yeah. Anyways saw the whales and and sam and kyle were like if that's all we see if the if the whale tour is a flop (laughs) it doesn't matter because we just saw like an incredible thing and and living here during whale season like it was incredible like it was no joke so we went on the whale tour and (laughs) i I had a great time on the whale tour there (laughs) just a couple of things these are my strong feelings the the whale guy he's australian he's talking like we went on the whale tour where they're like they're scientists that kind of give you the tour so they know about whales
1: right it's not a guy who's like hey get on my boat let's drive yeah let's just (laughs) let's
0: just drive until we find one um (laughs) anybody want a beer no it's not like that um and so we're on the whale tour and people are asking him questions like while he's because he's walking around with the microphone it's like an open deck two-story boat and he's like talking on the microphone about whales and then also telling people like oh they're at 12 o'clock one o'clock you know And we're all like yelling when we see one and he, you know, and so, so, so on and so forth. So he goes into this soliloquy about the earth being a hundred million years old. The earth is a hundred billion years old. (laughs) All of Pangea used to be one and, and evolution has brought us to this point. Blah, 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 blah. (laughs) And then 10 seconds later, someone's like, how deep do whales dive? And he's like, well, we don't know. (laughs) It was like,
1: (laughs) and I'm like,
0: listen, pal. The amount of dreams he's like, "Well, we're not totally <laughs> we're sure. We're not totally sure why the whale does That's that." Something we but the Earth is yet. for sure one hundred billion years old, <laughs> six months and a day. Like I was just like, so. <laughs> and then, like during the during the like, we saw some whales. We didn't see any breaches, but we saw like whales, and we actually saw dolphins, which was really cool. Yeah. Um, and then we saw this like this one at this one point. The whales. Like normally you see like just a little bit of the whale tail and then it like, you can tell if they're like,
1: it's diving deep, if you they're diving deep down,
0: or if they're diving like diagonal. Yeah. And then we saw one where it's like the whale tail, like went up and like kind of hovered
1: like it was doing a headstand.
0: Like, yeah, kind of like that. And someone was like, what does that mean? Cause it was, it wasn't like it just like went up to, and then went down. It kind of like stayed there, which was really cool to see. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I don't know. We think it might be nursing. Like, <laughs> all right, pal. <laughs> But the earth is 100 billion years old in a day. And I was just like, okay, strong feeling. Those are my feelings and they're strong. (laughs) Other than that, great tour. Super fun. June was, so we had a parenting fail. We forgot snacks. Panic. (sighs) Just jumping on a two-hour boat ride. No snacks. Just a couple of bottles of water and seven kids. Yeah. Because my sister has four. Luckily, they had a snack bar and we literally bought every bag of chips they had.
1: <laughs> By the end, the guy was like, It's okay, just take. Them. Yeah. Just, I don't know how many you paid for it, but just, you just take all these. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so the kids were struggling right when we got on the boat because it was like enough past breakfast that they were now starting to get hungry. <laughs> so I bought all the chips and then like their attitudes all switched around. And so, like, we were like moving around the boat. And at one point, we were all downstairs and I was like, Oh, where's June? You know, I don't know if it's like she's fine. She's on this boat. Like she's not. It's not like she ran away. Um, and we and we go upstairs and she comes running towards us and is like, "Mom, Dad, Mom, Dad, Mom, Dad! I just had the best time ever!" And I was like, oh, "What? You see a whale or like a dolphin or what? Something jump out of the water? No, they let me hold the microphone." <laughs>
1: The microphone that goes in the water to hear the whales.
0: And she was just, like, beside herself and kept saying it was the best day ever. And we got the whale tour for her birthday. It was one of her birthday presents. Yeah. It's just the best birthday present ever. Oh, my goodness. I love it so much. (laughs) I got to hold the microphone. I got to plug it in. Like, like you just saw one of God's most majestic creatures. We don't know how deep it dived. Right. But you just saw it and plugging in the microphone. I mean, we have those at home. (laughs) You can plug and unplug microphones all day. Um, But yeah, super fun. And then the next day we went surfing. Brooke got on a surfboard. (laughs) So I did. So me and Kyle went out. Kyle is my brother-in-law. And we tried to surf. It was pretty calm. So like we weren't catching much. Um, And then we came in and we're like, I was like, Brooke, why don't you go out and just paddle around just to get the feel of it? Because you've said you are interested in trying it. Yeah. Yeah. And Sam, and so you and Sam went out and I gave you the board. We took a picture. and (laughs) So (laughs) there are only a few moments that Brooke embarrasses herself in her life. Mm. It doesn't happen often, mostly because it fills her with a fiery rage of a thousand suns. Is that accurate? But when it does, it fills me (laughs) with so much joy because it's so rare. And I think it just like, it, I don't know. There's something just so, like, sweet about it. Like, when our kids do stupid things and, like, <laughs> you just, like, it's just so sweet. Like, we were playing 20 questions today in the car on the oh, way home. No. And it's, like, it's, like, does it live in the forest? Yes, yeah, Sunny. Is it a mermaid? You're like, no. <laughs> she just gets yeah. a lot of words. <clears throat> um, and so, like, when when that happens to you, it rarely happens. And, and to me, it's, like, a sign that you are, like, you don't have your guard up, you're just like living in the moment, and I feel like that yeah. is an encouraging thing to me as your husband right And so you jumped on the surfboard to paddle out. so the beach you surf at is super rocky, yeah, and so it's shoes yet. and so it's like kind of hard to like get started so you like get on the board as soon as you can because the rocks are rough on your feet. and Brooke just jumped a little bit too far on the front <laughs> and just
1: went right off the other side. <laughs>
0: And I just loved it. I just loved it so much. And so, but you went out there. You didn't try to catch anything. You were just getting comfortable. How'd it feel? Give people Brook Surf Update. Oh, Brooke Surf Update. Yo, Brooke surf update. <laughs> right, yes, righteous.
1: I have zero ab muscles or core, <laughs> which I knew. That confirmed it. <laughs> that confirmed it. Almost that board changed. was saying, Yep, you just had a baby. <laughs> So,
0: but but you
1: know it was enjoyable. Yeah, eighty percent. I would say sixty percent.
0: Sixty percent for me. It's like eighty-seven percent enjoyable, mostly because I'm just so tired by the end of it.
1: I wasn't so tired. I was having more trouble with my balance, which surprised me. Side to side. Yeah.
0: and Like I kept
1: (laughs) no, I kept feeling like it was going to roll over.
0: Okay, and one time it did. Yeah, (laughs) got to wave a little sideways. Yeah so, oh, yeah,
1: I forgot. About that.
0: <laughs> but I will have to. I will say this to you: A bro- the brook of two years ago and before would not have tried surfing. Correct. And so I'm so proud of you for just going for it, in whatever capacity that means. Right. And if that means just paddling out and paddling back, that's great. I'm proud of you. Oh, thank you. So that was super fun. Uh, then we went to a waterfall. Jumped off a waterfall this week. You jumped off. I a jumped waterfall off waterfall. Brooke would that.
1: That's something I literally would never do because <laughs> 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 it involves heights, and I don't, I can't do heights.
0: How high up on that rock? What, what would you say It was like twenty feet, ten feet, fifteen feet?
1: It's not ten feet. It was at least twenty feet.
0: Twenty feet. How high up do you think you could jump?
1: <sighs> Four. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so where Micah jumped off?
1: Right. Like if I stood on your shoulders, maybe I could jump off of that.
0: (laughs) But it was super fun. The water was so cold and our girls just got right in again. this like really cool, proud moment of just like, man, our kids are just like going for it. Like they didn't hesitate. They just got right in. I mean, you know, you hesitate once it hits your bones, but (laughs) they like didn't cry. Sunny swam under the waterfall. Yeah um june did too so her teeth
1: were like chattering (laughs) by the time she had to get out
0: i I was like you know we've stayed at my sister's house my sister lives in san diego so we've stayed at her house a couple of times she's lived in different places there their family and it was it's just been super fun to host them to be the host because anytime they would come back to pennsylvania they'd stay with my parents one because my parents like you know are the grandparents, but two, like our house was too small to host anybody. Yeah. And so like, it it just feels so full. I I, I don't know. I don't know how you feel about it, but I feel like one of the reasons we may be here in Maui is to host people and give people this like really great experience, vacation time in the beauty of God's creation. Um, and I feel like we did that really well this week and that was super fun. Um, and then today we ended it, uh, on poli poli which is like halfway up the mountain um you're basically in the clouds at sometimes yeah. um beautiful <laughs> sunset and it was just super fun um yeah and i just i don't know i just feel like really f- filled up by being able to fill them up like yeah. you know like kyle said that he had a bucket list of what he wanted to do on Maui, and he checked everything off and to me yeah. that's
1: until this morning he didn't he not didn't have seeing a turtle checked off and then okay. It.
0: Yeah. And so it's just like, that is just super cool. And then it's just fun to like have the cousins be together and just to hang out with my sister. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just feel like this was like a really cool, like it was like a vacation for us. Yeah. You know, that's what it kind of felt like. And now we, now they leave tomorrow. And I feel like we just get to jump back into our normal rhythm, um, which I feel like we're just like, we got it. We at least got it for now. Don't you feel like, yes.
1: Yeah, I do. Which is exciting to mm-hmm. so not be like, okay, they're leaving and now we need to like yeah. come down off of the swirl of cane yeah. and figure out what's happening. Yes. And I just am like, no, I know what Tuesday looks like. And that's awesome.
0: That is nice.
1: It's really nice.
0: It's nice. um I feel like I was going to say something else. Yeah. what How do you feel about like hosting them? And-
1: yeah. I thought it was super enjoyable. I feel like we did a good job. Again, not that that was like. I don't mean that in like a perfectionist way. Like we did, we did all the things, but just like I I do, I feel like we were very present. I feel like we did enough activities without like that many kids
0: slamming the, you know, putting the pedal to the, to the floor type thing. Um, Sam got to go to the beach by herself. Right. No kid touching her, which was one of her goals. Yep. So yeah, it was a really good week. I, um, okay, this is what I was going to say. So we got a question on Instagram. Um, and the question was essentially like, I can't move to Maui. I feel like the Lord has us where we are. Yeah. What lessons, if you had to move back to Pennsylvania, what lessons would you take for Maui? Right. Basically, like...
1: Yeah, and it was a little bit like, I live somewhere cold half the year. Yeah. You know, some of the things that we talk about, me and you, T, like, in- intentionally leaving behind, they it, that's still part of their life, where they live. Yeah. And so...
0: And so... I've been really thinking about this because, you know, the answer to like have more adventure or be outside more isn't necessarily to move to somewhere warmer. I don't think that's in everybody's future. Right. Um, If it is, that's amazing. You know, if Maui's in your future, that's even cooler. Send us a message. Um, But I've been really thinking about it because I, 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 if for whatever reason tomorrow we're like, oh, we got to move back to Pennsylvania. Right. I would be sad. But I think one thing that I would do, and I think what we're going to talk about kind of goes into this, is like I would fight for the adventure. I would fight for the outside time. I would fight for those things that we do here so easily and naturally because that's part of the culture here. Um, Because it's not like, you know, Pennsylvania, it's hot and muggy in the summer. It's, you know, bug ridden. It is, uh, you know, there it's cold, very, very cold in the winter. And I think what I would do is just like make it a priority to like have that adventure and that stillness. And that, so if that means like, like if I think about in the winter, like, like what's the equivalent of sitting outside on my front porch, like I can do here and reading a book, right? <clears throat> um, maybe it's finding a space in my house where I can do that quietly and it's comfortable and it's set up where I can like, you know, like it's just more being more intentional about the things that we can do here and bringing them back there. Um, and then I would like really try to like plan the like special outings to like, be like, this is an outing to like go outside and be adventurous and do something new. Um, whether that would be like trying to ski or like going to somewhere specific to sled or like taking it, like the cool thing about the mainland is like, there's usually something really unique and cool within an hour or two drive, no matter where you live, Yeah, which is like not something like that. That's just really unique. Like you could go from like a forest to a lake to like a Creek or like, you know, like there's just a lot of options. And so I would just, I think what I would really try to do is like bring that Maui attitude that we have of like, let's just go do something and let's, and it will be outside. Find
1: something or see something.
0: I would bring that back with me and and fight for it and so if that means i needed to like buy easy to use clothes for that kind of stuff for my kid like i would just try to lean into it lean into it and set myself up to like make it easier um you know because like it's so easy here and that's one of the really great things about this place right um but yeah whoever sent that message i have been thinking about it Yeah, Um, i
1: have too i feel like i'm going to keep thinking about it
0: yeah Anything to add right away?
1: <clears throat> no, because we talked about it and that's what we had come up with.
0: But yeah. So anyways, um, do you have a song of the week? No, I <laughs> don't. No. Okay. I have two. I don't think I'm going to play them. I have one for each playlist. Okay. Do, do you want me to play? Oh, I don't know. That well, seems, you gave me a look. Well,
1: that seems odd. Why wouldn't you play it? Okay,
0: I'll play it. <laughs> Calm down, sis. <laughs> <laughs> this is one is for the... Uh, Um, Worship Playlist This is how I thank the Lord Mosaic MCS MSC Of me, and this is why I thank the Lord for saving me when I was weak. So I will sing, This is why I thank the Lord for everything, and this is why I thank the Lord. That's good. Girl can sing, um, so yeah, that'll be in the worship playlist, and then I have one called I'm Too Sentimental by Jack Price, just like a random recommendation. Just like the vibe. (laughs)
1: owl city and i got real excited he and is, then i was like it's not Al city
0: where's Al city excited and then you're like where's Al city adam adam you coming back um he actually just was featured in this other song that i was gonna add to what should i play that one Segway. no i'm not gonna play no nah. um the other thing i did this week was paint i started my second painting um to the album del rio by armand J. I wouldn't say Armand J is like super well known, I don't think um, which is cool because when I tagged him in it, he messaged me back. Nice. And was like, I love it. I was like,
1: You're like, I love, I love you, I love you.
0: <laughs> um, so yeah, so that was cool. Um, so today I'm going to talk about. We're going to talk about. So last week we talked about kind of integrated some of the stuff I learned, and then was like, Oh, I'm going to get into the rest of it next week. But I'm really just going to talk about this one part of it because I think it was. It was impact it was encouraging to me and then it was impactful, I think for a lot of the guys there. like a lot of the guys um, connected with it like on a deep level as like that was one of my big takeaways. Um, and I actually didn't take a bunch of notes on the topic because it was like a there were slides and uh, he was like,'ll we'll, we'll give you all these slides. <laughs> we haven't gotten them yet. So okay, I'm gonna try mm-hmm. to remember as much as I can. It's a little no-notes-ish, but the... So John Tyson um, taught a bunch at Integrated, and the one night he was like, I'm going to give two talks. And so the first talk was about like fatherhood and especially, really specifically about being the father to sons. And uh, there was a moment during that where I was definitely feeling sad, and I was like, man... Uh, there is a lot of this that I don't know if I'll ever get to experience. Um, And I normally I'm pretty like carefree laid back. I don't know how you would describe it, but there was like definitely a moment of extreme sadness in a group of guys. But like, you know, if if you looked at me there, you would just see me sitting there, you know, taking notes, but there is, something that is, that I will mourn. And I think people mourn this when they have all girls or they have all boys, there is definitely some mourning involved that like you won't get to experience. Like I won't be the father to a son. I won't be able to be what my dad was to me. And so as John Tyson gave this huge lesson, you know, all these other dads who have boys are like, this is such a huge responsibility. I don't know if I'm worthy of it, which is funny because I'm sitting there thinking I want this.
1: I want the responsibility. I want
0: the responsibility. And and if I had boys, would I be feeling that way? Probably. I'd probably be in their shoes, but it was just like, I don't think about that very often because obviously I love my girls. I love, I love being a girl dad. Like, you know, I, I, I enjoy that very much. Um, but there definitely was like,
1: but it can, as always, or almost as always, it can be both and.
0: Yeah. And I you just,
1: can, you know, enjoy your daughters to the moon and back. Yeah. And still <laughs> grieve not having sons.
0: And I don't know if that's, and, and, I, and I say that with, like, I don't say that as like a permanent, like there's a, you know, period at the end of that sentence, because I don't right. know what the Lord has for us. And I don't know if there's a son in our future, you know, whether it's through adoption or tragedy or, you know, whatever, like, right, like, right. um, but there definitely was like this moment of like, man, that is, that is not something I think about often, but there is definitely some sadness there. Um, yeah. and I, and I'm sure that some of you listening to this probably feel that like if you're a, well, we have a very good friend who's a mom who has all boys. And I know that she feels that and that's hard. And I understand that a little bit more now um so yeah anyways so he gave that talk and then he's like i'm just gonna give another talk real quick <laughs> I'm like all right bam bam <laughs> we get it john you vape um so then he put his vape pen down and uh <laughs> just getting he did not vape um and then the slide said the death of wonder and i was like i love it <laughs> i love this topic i'm all in surprise surprise Um, and then I didn't take any notes because I was like really captivated, but basically the few notes that I did take, um, he wrote on the board, criticism plus crisis plus neglect equals the death of wonder. And it was all about like, just how, like as men, and I think women deal with this as well, obviously he's talking to a group of guys that there comes a time in your life where you lose that childlike wonder that we see. So like you, you know, if you have young kids or a young sibling or, you know, you see that, that wonder all day, every day, you know, kids are like today, all today, sunny. Um, my, my sister's two daughters, Mike and Riley came up to me all to show me that they were putting on makeup. So sunny (laughs) has this makeup bag full of clean makeup products from beauty counter, uh, Lincoln (laughs) bio. Um, and they all put their makeup on and they came running to everybody in the house to show their beautiful makeup, their sparkly uh, eye eyeshadow. eyeshadow and some lipstick. Um, and you know, they, they were just filled with wonder at what they did. And they're, you know, obviously you put makeup on all the time. Right. Uh, well, I mean,
1: actually very rarely, but still
0: <laughs> every now and then you slap some paint on that old barn. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> you <laughs> don't run to me and say, Look what, I did. look what I did. And I'm not saying that like, because you don't do that, you don't have wonder in your life, right. but there does come a time where like those little things start just becoming just life. becoming normal. And so, um, it was like really just like about like having a childlike spirit realizing that you know, I wrote this down designed for joy and we're designed for joy. Um, and that we need to reclaim that childlike spirit and I wrote something else down that was like, um, uh, let me see. Here it is. We miss we miss celebration for normal obligation. And there's this element of like, you know, as you grow up and you have work and you have house and you have whatever, you sort of start just like life becomes a drag. Um, and then one question that he said he had asked his wife at one point was, do you experience joy because of me or in spite of me? And when he said that, a lot of the guys in the room were like, "Oof!" like a couple of the guys were like, I called my wife and apologized Cause like I knew what side of the coin I oh, fell on. Yeah. Um, and I actually texted you and I was like, and you were like, I don't understand well, the question. No,
1: it's funny. <laughs> you texted to me and I was like, whoa, who just dropped that bomb? Like, cause I knew you were quoting someone when you like, I just thought you were trying not to forget it. And uh-huh. so you were texting it to me. And then you were like, no, I'm actually asking you. And I was like, well, I don't really know what it would be like to experience it in spite of you. Yeah. So I guess I experience it because of you. Yeah. And which is great.
0: Which is great. And I think that that's like a really good sort of like emotional check to do on yourself. Like, is my family, are the people around me, are my coworkers, are my parents experiencing joy because of me, or are they experiencing it in spite of me? Yeah. And if you feel like you land on the side of the coin that's in spite of the only like you need to change, like to not sugarcoat it, you need yeah. to experience some wonder. Yeah. Um, and so I thought it'd be interesting to like unpack that in our lives of like, how do we as, as individuals, you and me, and then as a family, as you know, a husband and wife, how do we cultivate a spirit of wonder how, like, what are some ways? And I know that we don't really have notes because we just kind of like, we're just going through the integrated stuff. Um, and so like the whole time I, and, and, and I don't want this to sound arrogant, but it I comes
1: very naturally to you.
0: It, it does. And so like,
1: and it does, it really
0: does. And so when all these guys were going around and they're it like, blowing Oh, in their minds, I was like, Oh man, like maybe I'm not getting it. Maybe I'm not getting it. Or maybe I'm not <laughs> looking like, You know, and so it was interesting because later in the day, I told the story of me painting. I told it to the group of the guys and I was like, I had this like really surreal moment of like I painted and I went surfing and I did all that in 24 hours. And I was like, why haven't I done more stuff like this in a life where I already do kind of a lot of stuff that I really enjoy and like that bring me life. I am, I'm not at a, there's no shortage in my life of me doing things that bring me joy. Right. Whether it's stuff with the girls or stuff with you, like, you know, I try to cultivate joy in our lives. Yeah. You know, to me, it's like a, it's a progression. You know, there are times when and we've talked about this, there are times you need to cling to joy because your life is a roller coaster of sorrow and pain and grief. And there, there are going to be seasons of that, you know, if people die or, you know, jobs yeah. are lost or, you sickness. know, sickness, like, you know, I think like, you know, for you, Brooke, like postpartum. Right that is a time where you're clinging to joy. Yeah. You know, like, and when your voice feels warbly, that is a time where you have to cling to joy. It does not come easy. Right. And then I think that there are seasons where you choose joy, where your life is neither super up or super down. Like you're in the normal day-to-day life of...
1: What did he call it? Ordinary living? We miss celebration for what?
0: For normal obligation. Normal yeah. So obligation. you have normal obligation. And so you can choose to go through that normal obligation as like a, a butt or as someone joyfully. Joy, joyfully. Yeah. And so I think that's like the the season of choosing joy. So like you cling, you cling to it at times, you can choose it. And then I think the the goal uh, as followers of Jesus and people who radiate is to radiate joy. And I think that's the goal. And, and so... I tend to find myself in the choosing or radiating part. So when people right. were like, joy is really hard for me. I, I just like, I don't know. I was kind of struck by that. And maybe that's just like a blind spot that I have because I think it's easy for everyone. Cause it's easy for me. Um, you know, sort of like how you feel, maybe how you feel about baton. Like,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Oh, are you going to throw in here? did not think it was going to be my baton twirling skills which is still very present, by the way. I want you all to know that.
0: <laughs> I'm actually twirling.
1: <laughs> I'm twirling. You can't see it,
0: but... <laughs> well, spin. has And she got it. And so yeah. it was interesting. Later in the night, like, you know, we, we, John talked for a while, and I and I really don't remember much, other than like the... <laughs> m- I am blacked out. I blacked out. I woke up. I found myself awake. and <laughs> But I just remember... Like, I remember a lot of what he said, but... I don't have notes to like reiterate it very well, but I just remember the feeling of the room. And and that was like really surprising to me. And then afterwards we like went out, like we, you know, the, the, the talks, I think we had dinner and like the talks were done. And I was standing around in a group of like six or seven guys. And, and we were talking about the night and, and a lot of them were like saying, Oh, you know, the joy thing was like really impactful for me. And, and, and I, and so I was like, well, what's one thing that you could go home? You know, these guys are from all over the country and do that would bring you joy. And this is a similar question I asked to people when we first meet him. What's what's, something you guys like to do together? Yeah. That question is so hard to answer for people. And yeah. I think it's because we get accustomed to a life of normal obligation That we eliminate any sort, and I'm not talking about like sensual fun. I'm talking about life giving joy. We eliminate things that bring us that like deep sigh, hearty laugh, lost track of time joy, right? In the name of normal obligation. And I'm not saying that like to, deny your normal obligation or to ignore the fact right. that you need to make dinner or pay the bills or anything like that. Right. But I am saying that there's probably a little bit of less Netflix that you can watch and replace it with that life giving joy, activities, yeah. hobbies, things that you like to, conversations that, you know, and, and so it was Don't interesting. Whirling. Whirling. So it's interesting. Like one guy said soccer and one guy said like, he wishes that he could wrestle. So like, mm-hmm he was like, I wish I could like coach wrestling or do something so like it wasn't that. Jordan. No, it wasn't Jordan. <laughs> he wasn't there. Literally the world. champion. Of yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you you do do that. Um, <laughs> uh, one of the guys actually said painting. Yeah. Which I was surprised by. Um, and, and I,
1: did they elaborate at all as to, could they name their excuse as to why they don't play soccer already or don't like, it's just, it was, for, it's just normal life. They're just for like, most yeah. of them.
0: It's like time. Right. or normal life or just like I don't know like yeah and i and i don't like so so i'll use painting as an example it took me a year to to finally put the brush on the Do canvas it. you know and i think that there's just this element uh, and for me i think it's the enemy basically distracting you yeah from those like joy filled moments because he knows that christians who are filled with joy and radiating joy are going to impact the kingdom much, much greater than people, than Christians who are not filled with joy, stuck in the normal obligations, joyless. Yeah. yeah, And so I think that there is a, is a, there's so much distraction and culturally, we just have so much more distraction than ever in history. And so our brains are literally trying to figure out how to deal with it all. Yeah. And so I think that most of them, it's not because they're not like guys that, these guys are, you know, high level guys they're successful, they have great families. It's just like distraction, you know, like life is busy, you know, there's just a bunch of reasons. And a lot of them were like, I have time to do this. Like, you know, if this was a priority to me, I could do it and I could do it next week. But it's just that we get caught up in the normal obligation of life. And because of that, sometimes that normal obligation tires us out. I talk about that a lot. We're like, I don't have it in me to read at the end of the day. Yeah. You know, like this podcast is a lot at the end of the day for me, you know, (laughs) and your eyes
1: are very wide right now. (laughs) I can tell.
0: And because we like, were hosting all week, it it became even like, Oh man, we forgot to do that.
1: Um, (laughs) Oh yeah. Sam's like, wait,
0: it comes out tomorrow.
1: Going to record right now comes out tomorrow.
0: Yes. Yes, it does. Um, and so, I guess all I'm, I'm trying to get around and just talk about is like there are, I, I feel like there are probably a lot of people listening to this that they're like, yeah, that's me. Would you say that's you?
1: Me right now? Yeah. No, wait, wait. what What's me? That, Ask me a direct question.
0: <laughs> do you feel like you have experienced the death of wonder or the lack of celebration and joy because of the normal obligation of life?
1: Not anymore. I would say I've been there.
0: And what do you feel like got you there?
1: Got me to the like, to the death of it
0: or got me out. Yeah. The death of it. The Like a lot of guys were describing themselves as like kind of numb, like just going through the motions.
1: Right. I, I don't know. I, I, I can't say that there's one thing that got me. Okay. Because well, that's what happens. It's not one thing. It's not one thing. You don't wake up and bam, it's gone. Yeah. It's like, it's just slowly and it's over time, and sometimes I wouldn't say yes to things because it I didn't have the energy or it felt like too much work, or I might get embarrassed or yeah, that seems silly. I don't do that anymore. I'm a grown up like there's all there's like yeah. a million reasons, it's rarely the same reason over and over, and there you are two, three, four, five, ten years later, like oh, yeah, I haven't done that in fifteen years,
0: yeah but I wish said, I would
1: said thing that I love.
0: <laughs> um, and then here's another question. What has, cause you know, we just said it earlier today, earlier in this episode, the two year ago, Brooke wouldn't have jumped on the surfboard and fallen off the front <laughs> to, you know, you did that a few days ago. I have a video of it that I will never post, <laughs> but I will watch daily. <laughs> Let it be known. Um, <laughs> what was the best part of that story it was like, You had a bathing suit. I was like, you should wear this rash guard so you don't like, you know, get a rash. Yeah. And you were like, oh, gosh. Sounds worse than getting on the surfboard.
1: Well, it's because it was already wet. You had already worn it. I can't put that on my body.
0: Oh, gosh. Brooke's strong feelings about putting on something wet, even though you're going to jump in the actual ocean.
1: Yeah. It just baffles me. I just... I just can't. I did it though.
0: You did it. I did it. Um, so again, you jumped on that surfboard, fall off the front. Um, I just want to reiterate Surf- that as many oh. times
1: as possible. I didn't fall off the front. I I barrel rolled off the other side <laughs> and had I gripped on <laughs> tightly enough, I would have been hanging underneath <laughs> it. But I let go.
0: I didn't fall off the front. <laughs> I did a majestic barrel roll that everyone could see. <laughs>
1: Call it like it is, babe. What, or what are you asking? So me?
0: my question is, what, what's the difference? What's the difference?
1: Um, probably a couple things, understanding myself better and then being able to talk about that with you. Mm-hmm. So like lots of conversations, I feel like we say it every episode now, but like being emotionally more healthy mm-hmm. and having the language to talk about what I'm thinking or feeling right now. What I might be feeling in the future, what I was feeling in the past, like all of it, because then I'm not so in my head or like internally tangled,
0: Mm -hmm. if you will. A lot of great gestures happening. Thank you. Um, You She put the baton down.
1: Yeah, I set it down, guys. I can't hold (laughs) it. Put
0: it back in her glass in the glass case. Close the lid.
1: Glass case. No, you have a (laughs) no a baton carrying case. Zips open. Handle, I got your baton Slide tape in thing. there, you know, because you're like, what if I need to retape it for a different routine? It needs to be different sequin tape. This one's purple because it's based on the mask. <laughs> did I have a routine based on the mask by Jim Carrey? Yes, I did. Um, <laughs> um, but the baton was green and purple. Make that note. Okay, so when it, uh, over the years as I do not feel so internally tangled with all of my thoughts and feelings and emotions, which have mostly been because I've learned more about them and then I've Mm -hmm. I've learned more about how they apply to me and what they look like in my life and how they manifest and come out and like all those things. Um, That it is through those conversations with you and some close friends, but mostly you, that I have even let myself express things like, I think maybe I'd like to try surfing someday. Right. And I often say, I can't believe I'm saying this out loud. Don't repeat this to anybody. Yeah. Or like, I even, still, I still feel the need to preface I just it talked sometimes. about it on the podcast. Mm-mm. Well, that's because we've already <laughs> talked about it and that's fine. <laughs> but there are times where I will tell you, things yeah. and be like, don't tell anybody this because I can't believe I'm even saying it to you.
0: And so you think that the difference from being able to do that is like you understand like you you feel comfortable enough to speak out of your heart. Yes. Because your heart feels less blocked off, blocked off or tangled up. Tangled I would say. Yeah.
1: Not necessarily shut down, but tangled. And yeah, so it's like through a lot of conversations and things like that, I just the thought of getting on a surfboard and falling off or it going poorly or me hating it or me getting hurt or whatever doesn't sound quite as terrible as it used to. Like it doesn't hold as much weight of like, oh gosh, I can't do that. I can't go through that mm. because.
0: Like, you know, it won't be the end of you.
1: Yeah. Not, yeah.
0: Or like it no, won't. And, and it won't surfing def-
1: specifically, I, I'm not ever worried. It's literally the end Yeah.
0: Of me, but it but won't like, like be this defining moment of epic failure that right. you like are bruised and hurt by forever.
1: And we've talked about this, that I'm my personality and I'm just, I'm someone who desires life to feel, again, I can't see me, but like. Steady Eddie. Steady. I don't want to be going up and down, which means if I don't want to be plummeting into the depths of feeling bad things, it also means I don't want to be on the mountaintops feeling great things because it's just this too much. I'm feeling too many things.
0: Mm-hmm. It's
1: too much. <laughs> and so,
0: because of that, you have squashed from almost both directions. Squashed wonder yep. yourself. Your your self.
1: I'm self-squashing. So-
0: <laughs> I thought
1: that's what you were going to say. <laughs> <laughs> but I knew it didn't. <laughs> no, I'd said it anyway. <laughs> yeah, I'm a self-squasher. <laughs>
0: So you're self-squashing wonder. So now, through these conversations, understanding yourself better. But I'm also,
1: better, to, to get everything to the flat line. example, like if I'm squashing wonder from the top, I'm also pulling up any deep sadness or grief or mourning and not all I am now. But I then
0: wasn't, wasn't truly, truly dealing
1: feeling with it. So I was just carrying it along under the yeah. surface. Under the surface. I yeah. feel berserk. <laughs> you know,
0: like I'm a tightrope walker <laughs> in a three ring circus. Yeah. And so, which is interesting because I actually feel like when you carry all that stuff with you, which we've unpacked and talked about a bunch, that also is killing wonder. Like, right. You're self squashing it, as you said. Um, I'm a
1: double sided self squasher.
0: You're you're a double sided self squash classic. <laughs> classic.
1: Classic double. It's so squasher.
0: Gosh. Um, And so now in these moments where we're talking about hard things, um, you definitely are more emotional. There's more sadness and shame or guilt or, whatever you know, despair. Um, But then on the other side of that, there is also more joy. Yeah. Um, And I think that that book, it's behind you. Should I keep looking at it? The Voice of the Heart does a really good job of giving you the language to really understand how to, especially for me, like that sadness, shame, guilt, like all those things, I need to feel all of them. And I can't just live in the gladness and joy section of life because when <laughs> I do, I I do, like when I, when I mourn with you over something that you're going through, yeah. I definitely do see that we are able to experience more intimacy and more joy together because we walked through that. Sadness. Right. Um, and so yeah, so like I guess what I'm trying to get at is like, you know, you have two people here, one who's a self-squasher and one who sat in that group and was like, you know, one of the only times I sat in that group and was like, I'm good. <laughs> I got this. I feel good. Yeah. You know. If
1: anything, you know, to make sure your head doesn't get too big, I want you to fit out the doorway <laughs> to go back downstairs. Um if anything, and 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 this is so rare, and this is very typical for your personality type, the yeah. like the like concept of like pleasure stacking yeah. or like joy stacking. Like, yeah. I just did something amazing. Now I'm going to go do another thing yeah. and another thing and another thing. It's like, hold up! There is some normal obligation that you need to do that you need to do.
0: And uh, and I really have to balance out that like pleasure seeking attitude or joy seeking attitude really i don't like the word pleasure well, yeah pleasure is like you know i'm gonna binge watch or you know play video games all day or, or do or something like eat. that yeah but is like i need the stillness i need the quietness i need the right. calmness and i need to f- not f- well really I, I used to need to force myself into those situations right now i've seen the the goodness of them that i don't right. force but sometimes i need a heavy reminder of like Hey, you've fallen off the wagon of right. having your quiet time. Get back into it. Um, and and then, I'd say I'm the opposite. Yeah,
1: like silence, stillness. That sounds incredible.
0: And, I could and, do that all day. And there are times where I'm like, Brooke, you need to dance with your kids. <laughs> you need to engage. You need to engage. You need to make yeah. a fool of yourself. They they want they want to see you do the baton <laughs> and the twirl, and they they, you know, and they need you to see. They need to see you get on the surfboard and fall off the front. Right. Because they need to know, our girls need to know that when they do that themselves, they're going to be okay. Yeah. Because they saw their mom do it and she was such a great example in that. Just like I can be an example in like, hey, dad jumped off the waterfall. Right. Like that was courage and bravery.
1: Well, and I think the example for you is like, oh, dad, dad sits out front too and reads. Yeah. Dad, dad has quiet moments. Dad, Because again, you are naturally... In the other direction of like fun and joy. And yeah. I don't, I don't want to say loud, but volume, like, you, yeah. you know, just all the good things of that. Yeah. And I'm the opposite. And so if the girls need to see me get on the surfboard, then I think it's so important that the girls see you do the other stuff.
0: Yeah. Too. And one thing that really helped me was actually one of Chip Dodd's other books was Parenting with Heart that like we don't like when our kids are hurt, we don't need to just make them laugh. We need to sit in their hurt with them. And whether that's a skin, skin knee or (laughs) June didn't like the flavor of shave ice she got the other night. Oh, was devastated by that.
1: She actually kept saying, cause cause about little ways through, I was like, honey, are you like, are you all right? Can I help at all? And I must've said, why are you still crying? I like, not like negatively, but, um, she was like, I just feel so sad for myself. Yeah. It's like, Okay.
0: And we that's, can. That's, let's just that sit. is, I we're think that's gonna,
1: exactly what you're feeling. And we're going to
0: sit in that until you know. And it wasn't like, oh well, let me dance or jump around. It was just like, gonna I'm going to buy
1: you a new one immediately. Yeah, it's like,
0: I'm sorry. Like, you know, sometimes I get things that I don't want and I regret it.
1: Oh, food envy. Yeah, that's the worst at a restaurant. You're like so confident in what you order. Everybody else's food shows up and you're like, I've uh, made a terrible maybe, mistake. Maybe she was
0: Always money in the um, <laughs> So I guess you know we're coming to the end here. Um, I would say my encouragement and hopefully this conversation was helpful in some way. It's always these like no note shows that I'm like, what did we say? I hopefully know. it was something. I don't know. Um, <laughs>
1: Surfboards. <laughs> squasher. <laughs> Double sided self squasher.
0: My encouragement would be that if you feel like there's been a death of wonder in your life, that you are kind of ignoring joy or celebration or the goodness of the Lord due to normal obligation, I would challenge you to write, to make a list. Like what are 10 things, 100 things, 500 things, maybe not 500. Let's go 10. (laughs) Let's start with 10. We get
1: it. Your list is 500.
0: (laughs) 10, 20, 30. Things that bring that life-giving, hearty, laughter, deep sigh, loss of time. Like one of the guys was like, I, I was reading about some things and he's like, something that truly brings you joy is when you lose track of time. Like you are so in it and you're enjoying it so much. Like a great movie will do that where you're like, I, that movie was three hours. I, I barely, like, I barely know, you know, whatever. Like, um, and so I would just challenge you to make a list of those things and start doing them like find time, cut out the Netflix, cut out the Instagram scrolling, you know, cut out the podcast if you need to like, and find and and go and do those things that bring that joy into your life so that you can reintroduce some wonder because your kid you know if you especially a lot of us a lot of the listeners have kids or want to have kids and our kids are getting their cues from us they're seeing how we engage with life and so if they see this sort of numb like lifeless person not fi- not finding and seeking out and cultivating joy there's a there's going to be a point where that clicks to them and they think, oh, I guess that's what life turns out to be. Yeah. And I don't want my kids to do that. <clears throat> and so, and and this is why I kept being, and this is why I go back to this over and over again. You getting on that surfboard and falling off the front is more powerful to those girls than me jumping off a hundred waterfalls, because they expect that from me. And what you did was unexpected, and it was magical, and it was beautiful. I mean, it wasn't beautiful. It was beautiful. <laughs> Was not graceful, but there is an element of it that is so powerful to me and to them that I am so glad and thankful that that version of Brooke is back because there have been seasons where that version of Brooke is gone. And so if you feel like that version of you that's willing to fall off the front of a surfboard and do a graceful barrel roll is gone. Well,
1: I clung to it. I was afraid of the sea urchins below. I don't have shoes on. There's a lot. There's a lot going on in my head at the time. But
0: you did it. And it was so wonderful. <laughs> and so, yeah, I would just encourage you to find that sort of version of yourself and, and really like cultivate it in your life because yeah. it does not.
1: Or it, Yeah. For me, it, like, I don't, I'm not speaking in the moment right now. I mean, at times in life, I don't even want to admit to myself that that other version exists because by admitting that let's call her surfboard brook exists. That's like me admitting that I'm not surfboard brook right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and then I'm like, Oh gosh, I don't want to admit that because that means I'm somewhere I don't want to be. And I'm not the fullest version of myself and I don't ever want to fail at anything. Yeah. So I'm like, well, I just won't admit it. No, I'm fine. I'm great. Yeah. I don't like surfboards or I, or I've already been on one. Yeah. Take that, you know? And I, I, I just, I'm, um, yeah, I'm so grateful that I, it, like, if I truly had to pinpoint one, one thing that has changed me from non Surfboard Brook to Surfboard Brook.
0: I love this analogy.
1: Surfboardbrook.com. We got to go buy that tonight. Um, <laughs> it's worth the $11 on GoDaddy. <laughs> is it's it, it's us it's us having conversations probably partially this podcast mm-hmm. like verbally processing because I'm not someone who naturally verbally processes mm-hmm. I will internally process my whole life and mm-hmm. never talk to anybody about it so it's not that I don't process things I just don't I usually don't do it with other people because that feels very vulnerable mm-hmm. and I don't always know what I want to say yet and so I'm just like no, no. I'll keep it in my head. But talking about it, having input from other people, like confirming things, or as I start to understand myself more, that I'd say that's the big thing. Mm-hmm. That's what made the switch for me. But it was not overnight. No, by any means.
0: Do you wish that, like, if you look back two years ago, do you wish you would have been more active and engaging? It now that you now that you are on the other side of well,
1: it. Well, yeah, but. I don't know if I was capable of it. Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah.
0: But an encouragement to someone who's like g- getting started. Yes. Like lean into it probably harder than you want to.
1: Right. You know, I think, I think your idea of making a list. Um. And I think 30 is great because that's, you're like, oh, I could do that. And then like, it like, might number be harder seven, than you're you
0: like, Oh gosh, I guess I'll might write make
1: baton. <laughs> <laughs> make <might laughs> you dig deep. But see, like I would write that list or, uh, older versions of me would write that list. Actually, technically, younger versions of me, but you know what I'm saying. Yes, previous versions of me, I would write that list. And I'd be like, I got to do it all this week or all this month.
0: Or yeah, I'm failed. Or you would fill not- that. <laughs> or would I be accurate in saying that you would fill that list with actual obligations, and you would just say, "Oh, that these bring me joy." Like you would maybe a little bit camouflage, like or just like disguise. Right. You know, or like, you know, self-squash. Right, because I don't
1: want to write down a list of 30 things and then realize I do zero of these. Right. So I'm going to throw in a few things that I already do.
0: How about we do that this week? 30. And then then maybe we can share it to our story. Okay. That'd be a good challenge for us.
1: Yeah. Panic. No. No. Baking cookies.
0: Nice. What time is it? 9.33. Baking cake.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Baking pies. Uh, I only like two kinds of pie hot ones and cold ones. That was my grandpa's, one of his many lines. <laughs> I'll never forget it.
0: Um, two other things I see. I wrote in my notes is that God is the happiest being in the universe, mm. which was like, John said that. And I was like,
1: I guess that's true. I've never thought about it. I
0: never thought about that either. And then I bring you good news. Tagline of my life. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Uh, i never I've thought, never about, thought that. about that. <laughs> the world is a hundred billion years old. We have no idea how deep that whale dives.
1: I don't know why this one dolphin's alone. I'm not sure. Hopefully he's with his pod. Gosh, I hope he's not separated. This guy's like processing on the microphone about this poor lone dolphin. And then literally he's like, Oh gosh, thank goodness. His pod's right over there, everybody. He's going to be all right.
0: And then I bring you good news of great joy. And so we as followers of Jesus should be people of great joy. And sometimes that great joy needs to be fought for and cultivated and refought for and recultivated over and over again. And I think it's worth it. I think it is always worth it. So make your list. We'll make ours. And maybe you can tag us when you share it or send it to us. I don't know. (laughs) Anything else to add?
1: No. I mean, briefly, you know, you were like a lot of our listeners have kids, which is true. But for those of you who don't have kids, it still applies. And then you just said it. You just, Hit nailed it right there that as followers of Jesus, we should look and live differently. Yeah. And so, if you and I are being examples to our kids primarily of what it looks like, especially to live in this, this way, season, especially when they're this young, like that would apply to somebody with their friend group or their community yeah. or their coworkers watching them,
0: college, et you know,
1: your life should radiate joy. Mm hmm. And that won't happen overnight if it doesn't come naturally to you. Right. So you have to start somewhere.
0: And maybe and I like, maybe starting with this list is a good idea.
1: Should we call it a joy list?
0: Joy list. I love it. Joy list. Wow. Baton. Um, <laughs> thank you so much for listening. Thank you for making us part of your week. The shirt comes out the 28th of February, midnight, the Hawaii time. Password is slow down. Uh, all one word. Thank you for listening. Okay, Okay, I love you, bye. bye.